everybody. Welcome back to Pack Your Mics, the podcast about Top Chef from some of the creators of Read and Weep. This week we uh, we had a um, an elimination quickfire before the episode began, and unfortunately, both Alex and Megan did not cook their best, and uh, they aren't able to join us. So today it's just uh, me, Tanya, in Brooklyn here with with Chris. Hello. Uh, and then joining us for um, their version of a, a an award winning restaurant will be uh, as in Sarah <laughs> in the Bay Area, <laughs> Southern Bell. <laughs> you do realize that's just a strip club, right? Let's call it Glitters. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't give them our ideas. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're opening Glitters too, so don't. Well, don't worry yeah, about it. all the food one. is shiny. Yeah, glitters, glitters one. <laughs> Wait, is it Glitters two like T O O or T W? It's T W O now. Whatever it was before doesn't matter. Okay. It's T W O O. We're just we're really doubling down on a lot of things at Glitters too. Well, at least yeah. we n- neither of us made the fatal mistake of that Alex and Megan made of cooking all of the dishes by themselves for their team. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, they really want true. to defer some leadership and also to be in it to win it and take it on without risks. And have a terrible attitude. Well, the thing is, we had originally paired them with each other, and then they both decided to split off and do their own restaurants single-handed, right. which is, I think, their, their, you know, their joint Actually, that'd be kind of a fun thing, where just like someone's like, you know what? I'm going to do the restaurant wars all by myself. <laughs> <laughs> also, just for consistency's sake, that was not the theme of the quick fire, which was another big factor in us eliminating them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Alex and Megan, you guys kind of... Took yeah. the hit for yeah. No, we actually really we are hiring at Glitters too. <laughs> <laughs> we would love to have you join us as sous chefs, <laughs> and sous we are actually quite chefs. sad that they There's can't. There's gonna be a lot of extra O's in there. S-W-O-O. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are actually bummed that they can't join yeah. us today. Um, and I'm sure I I look forward to hearing all of their thoughts um, next time we're all together to talk Top Chef. In the meantime, let's let's get into this thing. So it's the the episode we wait for every season with breath that is very much baited. And Mise en place relay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there are a few. There are a few things we wait Blind for. Blind taste test. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's one that of them. Yeah. Do you want to get any more out of your system? That um, moment when no. someone comes back from uh, <laughs> Last Chance Kitchen and everyone's like, "What?" You know. That moment when we correctly identify based on yeah, outline slash height or yeah. ear shape. <laughs> <laughs> Shoulder shape? <laughs> yeah. Is it Jim or Sam? I just don't know. Oh, Jim. Yeah. Still, Still miss sad. you, buddy. Yeah. Uh, but with with a little bit of like dramatic, um, I don't know, follow through from the previous episode, we then get into Restaurant Wars. You restaurant, guys- wars! <laughs> restaurant Wars! And it's knife block, but fake knife Woo! block. Yeah. It is. Oh, I enjoyed that. I just feel like they're really giving us so like 150% more knife block. Yeah. Was that fair to I, say? Magical elves, if you're listening, I, we are heard and we want even more. I feel like now that we <laughs> realize that we can like sway the, the state of the world, I feel like I sh- we should wish for something more besides just more knife block. Do you guys have that feeling? Sword block. <laughs> well, I mean. I think specifically the world of magical elves. Let's be. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't tested our powers. Uh, mm, <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Do we have any final parting comments on the the drama rama with Emily and uh, the immunity gate of last episode? Because that's I was surprised at how we sort of we hit this a little harder at the top of this episode than I expected us to. Mm. Oh, you mean in the, this episode? Oh of yeah, yeah. yeah, last week. Yeah, on top there was chef. a little. There's a yeah. I think we learned. I mean, we had a lot to say about it last week. I don't think anybody's hearts or minds have have really changed. Uh, about it but i do know that we got to see katsuji be even more of a dick yeah whatever doubt i had in my mind of not loving him anymore that was extinguished oh i I know but not not only do you not love him you also are very sure that you don't love him. yeah that's what it is wow yeah more certainty i will say that i felt i felt more uh I softened more toward Emily in that I felt like she picked herself up from what was, of course, like a really like gutting situation. Um, I mean, get, being really close to going home messes with everyone's head, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, knowing that you should have gone home and somebody else fell on the sword for you is even harder to come back yeah. from. 
And so I feel like she was able to sort of dust herself off and like be like sort of just like get into this team for restaurant wars in a way that I, I, I did yeah. respect. I thought that she did. Yeah, a nice job she did there. probably the best anyone could be expected to do because the alternative would have been to say, hey, I don't care. I'm still here. I'm fine. Or mm-hmm. just yeah. to descend into a downward spiral of shame and not recover. So, yeah, definitely props to totally. I, mean, I think yeah. anytime we have a problem, we should just try to get on a team with Shirley, right? Like, <laughs> oh man, just mentally, yeah. we should just picture Shirley Shirley's... and that she's like, you know, mama birding and all she'll of get... us. Not Wait. in like a vomit. Yeah, that's what that means. And she'll get in bed <laughs> and cheer you up. Oh, yeah, that was nice. That was really nice. Oh. I know. I felt like the the compassion and like support that Emily missed that first time that she messed up was really made up by Shirley like climbing on her bunk with her, which I really that, liked. It almost for me it doesn't quite, but it almost justifies having a bunk in my bed, like in my in my in my room, just like <laughs> a bunk in my bed. <laughs> yeah, it's really uncomfortable to sleep in it because uh, you know, there's a whole bunk in my bed. But uh... there's a bunk bed in your bunked bed. <laughs> It's all <laughs> that really sounds like the children's book that Madonna hasn't written yet. So get on that match. Yeah. But no, Shirley, I mean, Shirley seems like an excellent leader. I guess, should we start talking about? Let's yeah, we're, yeah let's, do, let's do the thing we're here to do, which is our, our W part a million. Um, the format of this one is uh, we're back to uh, some decor choices. How did, how did, what's you got? Have we talked about this before? Like what format of restaurant wars do you guys like? Like the best? where they're, do you have feelings about shopping? Do you like it when they have to pick dishes? Yeah. I decor? personally, do you, do you like it when there's eight people? Yeah. I personally don't have fun watching them pick that stuff out. So Super stressful I, I, for me yeah, also. I thought this was way better. Oh, stressful. Yeah. I, I thought yeah. it seemed, I guess we don't know, but it, it seemed like their choices were pretty limited. So, and it was, that's fine. Like, I don't care, but I thought it was a little unfair when the judges were like, no, you know, no chairs, only benches. But I feel like that's all they had to choose from. But yeah. I, No, because they, they decided, they, they were like, hey, do you want chairs or benches? And they're like, oh, we want all white with like wooden stools. Oh, I missed that. Or, yeah, no, I, that thought, was, I thought yeah, they just so, went to bench town. But I thought there was teams, nothing but benches. Benches from here on out. had that, I think, right? Or I guess they just both No, chairs. no, no, no. So I thought that Latitude had um, had individual stools. And I think that uh, Southern Belle wanted benches. to go as family style as possible. That's, yeah, that oh. feels right. I thought they both had benches, man. Like, I thought this was a really pro-bench Maybe episode. some of the t- maybe some of the <laughs> tables had benches and some had stools oh. for the other team. Listen, don't let Big Bench sway <laughs> your your memories here. I'm pretty sure there were stools at Latitude. Well, backless things. Backless <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Backless Stool- things. There Definitely was not backless. a lot of lumbar support. This restaurant. Stools are just tiny no, benches, everybody. guys. I don't know if you realize this. And I'm, oh. I'm realizing <laughs> we should also back up and and talk about the way that knife block played in, which was basically that everyone grabbed knives and then some of those uh, meant Shirley and. And yeah, and Shirley and Katsuji were the team captains, uh, which meant that they then picked their chefs. Yeah, one which knife was said first choice, of, one knife said second choice. Yeah, which was a kind of an, a nice egalitarian way for them to get their teams together, I guess. Yeah. But also kind of yeah. fake knife block. Like, I do appreciate the knife block to, to pick the first and yeah. second choice. But it's but it's mm-hmm. kind of fun when it decides everything. I want yeah, I want I want all yeah. of all of our decisions to should rest firmly in the 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 wooden claws of the knife block you know totally well and we're now i think uh, restaurant wars represents so much in terms of just like where we're at in the season and we are now at a place where the chefs actually know each other's cooking well enough that they can make educated decisions about who they want on their team so it's not just about you know random chance it is about like well who do i have a good relationship with and whose style do i vibe with there's sometimes the strategy is a is appreciated that's uh, this is actually in history well just it was our first like our first kind of big decision point of um like stronger chef like tougher personality versus the other way around like Mm, like how much how much yeah how much how much do you care about the actual cooking right well and that's i mean and katsuji really made his bed at this moment like he saw john versus emily as like the last people that they had to choose from and he was like i think working with john is going to be a hundred times more like likely to succeed than working with emily even though he and john have had like a tense relationship this entire (laughs) he admits over and over that he does not like john but they kind of do love each other right yeah i mean they could like there could you could put different music under that and i think a lot of those scenes will play out very differently 
Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> they had only piped sexier music into the kitchen while they were like trying to kill each other. Yeah, that would have gone so much better. Put that sexy better. music in a pastry, it's interesting pastry uh, bag and then pipe it all over them. Oh, wow. Does that make Sheldon the third wheel for breaking it up? <laughs> yes, it's his fault. Ooh, awkward Sheldon. Um, Who has run, he has won restaurant wars in yeah. the past. Which is why I think Katsuchi picked him first. But Yeah, I think he said that. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, yeah, it ended up putting, it, yeah, it, it put every, well, everyone else. It put what Casey in an awkward position, oh, essentially, yeah. um, to deal with, you know, Sheldon, who's workhorse peacekeeper, and John and Katsuji, who are both sort of battling for glory in this way that doesn't really make sense for well, John is, else. in theory, the executive chef, but he chooses to expedite pretty much exclusively. He makes one dish, and he kind of lets Katsuji run away with cooking anything he wants to make. Right, and in lieu of being, you know, an actual executive chef, Katsuji kind of defaults into showing off a lot by making as much food as he possibly can yeah <laughs> cooking by volume katsuji might have made the most food in any non-finale challenge that we've ever yeah. seen yeah um and gosh i so once that was kind of set up is there any way this could have been saved i guess like like once once they're oh, once they're both on the question. team Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert, guys. Uh, um, um, the super, super. Yeah, if you don't actually yeah, watch super, the show. Super team of uh, uh, Brooke and Shirley um, and, and, and Silva. And, and yeah, uh, like they and actually Emily does fine. They they all they all crush it basically. And then the next night, um, the like this like you know maybe maybe one time lovers. We're not really sure, or just just like just just I guess uh, the first. First act of a rom-com pairing of Katsuji and uh, and John. <laughs> um, they don't get along super well, and uh, they internally combust all over the kitchen floor. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of mess. I okay. I want to talk just briefly about the messes that we're seeing because so really, you're, as is totally right, Latitude, Shirley, Brooke, Silva, Emily have like a very serene time, even though we Shirley- We were shocked like, at how uneventful it was. Yeah, Shirley biffs it on her panna cotta and there are a couple of other like stumbles, but overall everything is so smooth and quiet and everybody's just hugging each yeah. other and like doing what they need to do. And it's really pleasant. And, and I don't know you, you t- I think, Tanya, but I like my panna cotta's extra chewy. So that would have been just fine. <laughs> <laughs> I like it Like gummy. <laughs> I mean, if possible, just like some grist. Yeah. <laughs> just like- <laughs> <laughs> sprinkled throughout um yeah she over she over gelatined her panna cotta and that was that was not successful but in uh, what i felt like was kind of a, a quiet and lovely redemption arc emily comes through with with her her cake yeah the and, uh, butterscotch uh, uh dressing or syrup yeah. or whatever I, yeah. and so what could have been a fumble of a dessert ends up being like oh this one was bad but this one was yeah. lovely i called that wrong by the way this this the second i saw that emily was making what was it? A buttermilk cake? It sounded kind of boring. Olive oil cake? Yeah, it uh, was yeah. a buttermilk, a yeah. poppy seed. Yeah. So cake. as soon as I saw that, I thought if this team loses, she's going down. They're going to say she's made a nothing dessert, and her other dish is probably not is going to be mediocre. But thank goodness for that dessert. I, I, yeah. I kind of think yeah. they could have put like three courses of just water, and they probably would have been okay. That's true. It's not like it saved them. It was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although well, I, I, yeah. I love Tom's line after, you know, the other, the non-super team restaurant is going. He's like, this better be the best dessert in the history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was the other thing is really, sometimes I, I, and I think we talked about this a little last week, that, you know, there are, there are Restaurant Wars episodes where the service is just deplorable and it doesn't actually make a dent in whether or not the team is successful. Uh, and Shirley's team was both really executing smoothly in the kitchen and their service was really great. And I feel like it was nice to see like Brooke personally was able to serve the judges table and really interact with them in like a calm and like, I got this yeah, kind of way that I lovely. think really resonated. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't fake too. Was like sometimes they put people in the front of the house, whether they say, you know, they do it all the time or not. And there's just this kind of cloying hostiness about them. I want to say uh, like a Philip Franklin Lee quality. About them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Brooke was just like cool. Yeah, man. Endlessly I, cool. I felt, yeah. I felt cool watching her be cool. Which is, that's, that's pretty yeah, impressive. Yeah, no, that was, yeah. And I really feel like Latitude had like a five minute segment about them. Like, 
from like prep to service like we they were like we got this it's fine we did it <laughs> yeah, it's drama free yeah and then really like we, i feel like we spent just as much time with them like observing um southern bell at the house and being like wow like you know they do have a lot of like opening a restaurant experience maybe they're gonna kill it and i was like oh you guys you don't even know <laughs> yeah oh man <laughs> like john has opened 21 restaurants 11 of them his uh, yeah like what I mean, but also I, yeah i feel like pretty different i, I give them that mm-hmm. yeah but john is also like everyone on that team has done restaurant wars before there were no rookies That's, oh, good well point. i think john was eliminated just yeah before, right before restaurant wars so he technically had not oh, okay 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 but like really did, did you guys feel at all because there was that early conversation about who was going to be doing what in the kitchen and to camera in like a a side interview we see Casey identify that Sheldon has won <laughs> restaurant wars and she's actually excited to have him on the team like you know making this happen and then John like kind of grabs up all of the like expediting responsibilities right. and we see Casey kind of purse her lips and like look away was that an opportunity that she just didn't take to say something what maybe what does yeah what, what do Casey and Sheldon owe to these guys I think and kind of generally like like mm. yeah, should they should there have been more stepping up? Involved? Yeah, I mean, I feel like you just kind of want to. I think they were just trying to stay out of the cover, mess. Right? Yeah, the phys- yeah, know, literal and point. figurative. Just because if you get caught up in that, you're not gonna do a good job at what you've set out to do for yourself either. Yeah, yeah, totally. right. And there's something to be fighting, said for they're Casey. Fi- they're cause... fighting ruined Sheldon's like a uh, stew because he couldn't cook with love. Yeah. Oh, but put Casey... all those flowers on it, and it was still much. <laughs> yeah. Flowers on those, they're crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> Casey's was good yeah. though. She like stayed out of the way, did her dessert, did front of house, and just said, "Okay, whatever." Well, and she, yeah, she definitely, she definitely covered herself. And sometimes the like, I'm just gonna get out of the way and cover myself doesn't even work. But in her case, she was like, "I know that strawberries are delicious right now. I'm gonna make a solid dessert, and I'm just gonna like." hope for the best yeah you know and it sounds like she you know she kind of jumped into the muck when it was really going pear-shaped in the kitchen yeah and but also yeah. you know sometimes to the expense of the front of house yeah. thing she was not nearly as smooth at front of house as brooke but she did okay oh God, we I had think. That. like she she wasn't terrible she was there to greet the judges i was so nervous she wasn't going to be because i think they showed a snippet and yeah. it looked like she wasn't going to be but she did see yeah. them yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's it, it true. could have been worse for her, but I think that what really saved her is that the judges felt for her and understood why she had to go back there and do what she did, and did, did yeah. not blame her for it. Yeah, her dish was not bad. Yeah, like I, that's the thing is like it's really tough if yeah. you if if the majority of the food that you put out is not bad, um, you really can't be singled out. I think for this, that's Unless true. Everything that's else true. was delicious too. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think. I think she was not to blame. And I think Sheldon, I don't know what else he could have done. I mean, those mm-hmm. those two fighting like that, what can you what can yeah. you do? I mean he could have cooked better right. food. Right. Could have could have fried up those those uh those flowers real nice. <laughs> crispy crispy flowers. Yeah. For some crunch. It's hard because yeah, when you when you're thinking about not only are they both like getting very irritated with each other, but they're both they're both trying to do a lot and they're already like very like talkative and like extroverted people. So you're not talking about somebody who like gets something thrown at them and goes interior about it and like, you know, is stewing. You're talking about people who when they get mad about something, they start, you know, just like talking out loud to everyone about how frustrated they are. And then on top of that, they're the person that's supposed to be like holding the entire operation together and expediting. And if they think the servers are doing something wrong, they're just going to start shouting about how nobody knows what they're doing. There's just not a lot of solving yeah. going on yeah. and a lot of like problem identifying going um, on. Yeah. Thought, thought question guys. So sure. to build your dream team of restaurant wars, uh, mm-hmm. for, from the people you have at, at that, like who would you, who'd you go with? Hmm. Who's? Not John or Katsuki. Yeah, right. Who's left? Yeah, I think Shirley Brooke. So basically, do you swap? Who do you swap Emily out for? Is is one is kind of a question you could have? Is it Casey I, or I Sheldon? I would just put Casey or Sheldon. Honestly, I'm not sure that I have a preference between the two. Um, Sheldon's so smiley. Such a, I such a want good team to say player. Casey has like a slightly better hit rate than who, Sheldon. Who does Casey. Casey? Yeah, Casey's weird. She she goes streaky. Yeah. And she she always has in Top Chef. It went, even when she was uh on her original season. It was like she would go and do like three things really good in a row and then have like inexplicable failures. Right, but Brooke has had that happen too. That's true. Where she's just overloaded something. 
Yeah. And, you know, it just I mean, I think it just happens to everybody. It's just how much of that you actually see happen on on an episode. Yeah. Well, and specifically, I guess here's the question. You're doing the Latitude restaurant. You're doing a seafood restaurant. Do any of those chefs, Emily, Casey or Sheldon, have anything to recommend them above the others? Uh, I don't know. I think Sheldon, Sheldon is more seafood oriented. Honestly, I think he, Sheldon does I a lot of seafood. He could have taken John, uh, honestly, even. Like, I, and I think, like, John sort of, like, if he's, like, I think Shirley, if Shirley's like, you know, like, hey, like if he's in a yeah, right. If, if, if like, yeah. if like the the structure is clear, basically, and like there's kind of like good like guardrails, I think he actually would do like a pretty solid like cook job. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. And actually, you know, John's performance. <laughs> I feel like I'm describing some sort of child in like a learning environment. <laughs> like, John's performance is really, you know, when he feels safe and when he feels heard. Yeah. <laughs> like he can really do some beautiful things in the kitchen. But if he feels like he's not being heard and he's not being respected, he acts out and it really takes. And then other he makes crab down. cheese. And then he makes oh, crab man. cheese, which I... is one of the most misguided choices I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. I don't know what we're I'm like. I think the crazy. Okay, so one that was crazy choice. I think the crazier choice was like one of the judges. Like, yeah, I was really excited for this crab cheese thing, and disappointed <laughs> after I tasted it. That's insane. Yeah, it's it just, like it's like what is it? The 1980s? What it, what are we going for here? It's like I was going for that. I was going for this terrible thing. Well, and I just it's so rare that I'm excited about pimento cheese. As a, yeah. uh, is that something you guys have I mean, found delight I, in? I've enjoyed it before as like a snacky kind of guilty pleasure type thing, but I would never in my mm. life think that it would taste good with crab. Yeah. I, Never. I, yeah. Or what if the crab was the cheese? Yeah. See, there's no that's cheese true. in there. So that's, he was, that's, that's true. The, that's the part that makes it more upsetting in so, some way. So he took he like cheese, packaged, yeah. pre-processed crab. Yeah, that's true. That was and the then, other issue. And then processed it more. Oh, but I'm not, I, yeah. I never crave that my crab tastes more like cheese or that my cheese tastes more like, like crab. Like, yeah. So there's <laughs> <laughs> With some pimentos just tossed you know in I could go for. Oh, you're Man, not fulfilling yeah. a desire that I've ever had. It's true. It's just, yeah. you have to be so uh, like stealthy and elegant when you start combining dairy and seafood. Like there are just, there are very It's been like, done. It's been yeah, done on the oh, show. It's wow. done all the time. I mean, and everyone's just yelling chowder at me right now, I'm sure. But Chewed I'm just melt. saying like there are certain... <laughs> There are certain elements that you just have to treat with care and that combine beautifully, but they, but you just can't, you can't make crab into or pimento cheese. Or maybe it was, cheese. maybe sorry. it was the naming issue. Like if, like, cause if you just say crab with pimentos. Yeah. Or okay. just a crab, like tasty crab dip. I was like, oh, that sounds good. Yeah, I crab could crave, dip. I could crave the well, crab Well, that's dip. the problem. The, the word tasty is the yeah. problem this is, there. It, there was said, nothing. It was slimy, not good. And you could slimy, not crab. good, untasteful crab dip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that's a way to game the system? Do you think Tom would be like, "Well, you did name yeah. it accurately, well, what if so you of, win restaurant." Southern it was just called Southern Trash Can. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh Southern Bell. I'm sorry. Guys. That's kind of a silly name too. Oh. It did not. Here's sure, yeah. especially when none of the food oh, was Southern. Was Let's pick a name yeah. and then just run away from it in the other direction. <laughs> that was yeah. That was let's, another let's one of just those let like Katsuji roast peanuts and call it good. Yeah. No one said no Respect one. Hey, no one said shit about those peanuts though. I don't think they were the problem. <laughs> well, they all. I mean, I feel like there was also very little attention paid to them. Yeah, they didn't and, even get named or a <laughs> or, or attributed. Yeah, like I, you know, I think we saw like as they were seated, Tom like put one in his mouth, <laughs> and that was <laughs> the most <laughs> attention those nuts were given. It's, Tom, it's a roast nut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna let that. Yeah, sit yeah. There let those nuts rest. Keep going. <laughs> so um, what about the the so, family style fail? Oh, we talked yeah. about that. Yeah, they did not get anything. Oh, oh yeah, family they, style. I did enjoy that the sh- the uh, the judges all identified an irritation that I think we've all had when we go out to eat, which is oh. Is this family style? Because these plates are tiny. What are we yeah. doing? Why? Why do we have to split tamales off of a small plate? Yeah, yeah. that seems yeah, silly when you're, to me. When, that was yeah. quite just, an like, oversight. Well, because like the nice thing about family style in theory is that like you can just put out big piles of food, and that's faster for the kitchen. If you have to do small piles yep. of many foods, that's not faster. It's not efficient, and it, and and from a restaurant perspective, I'm not excited to go back to a place where for four of us we need to order like nine different things and then we all leave hungry. Like yeah. that's not a fun when, experience. When people are like, "Oh, I recommend uh, three to four plates per person," and, and don't worry, they're all seventeen dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, come on. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yikes. Fucking New York. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that I felt like that stylistically didn't follow through in a way that was so, like just, it's no. like they just forgot. Like they had like the the phrase family style in their heads and on the menu and then they made all their food and they were like, "Oh wait." Like, "Oh, but that's they didn't realize right. that yeah. until the well, and I think that that was true about the entire concept. Is like John, the, in theory, was the executive chef, but let Katsuji cook yeah. whatever he wanted and however much food he wanted, and there wasn't any editing or any cohesiveness on any of no, that. No, it was kind of like I mean, it was kind of like the Home Alone moment of just like the they're on the plane, they're like, oh no, we forgot Kevin. Yeah, and they're just like, I mean, it was yeah, <laughs> it was supposed to be family well, style okay, and so- southern. Whoops. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin didn't make the plane in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> he wasn't even on the packing list. Um, <laughs> but okay, so this is gonna. I think this will this will dovetail nicely into our upcoming mailbag, for which there will be a ding and not that song. That's what you think. I would rather you do that because you're going to get tired faster than that song. Challenge that accepted. That song has Alex. some real staying power. You're already getting tired. It's not bothering me anywhere as much as that song does. Okay, so while Ez recovers, I want to pose this question. In terms of the the justice factor for who went home, uh, from restaurant wars because i know we had some thoughts on this on both sides uh was katsuji the right the right oh, yeah also katsuji went home lower yeah katsuji went. yeah spoiler alert, katsuji went home brooke won uh and brooke won for her super smooth performance and also brooke yeah in a in a in a nice sort of circling back on history moment um last time brooke was on the losing team yeah, for restaurant wars yeah and she was on the chopping block and uh Kristen. Kristen kish ended up going home yeah and then coming back from last chance kitchen and beating brooke in the finale so brooke was not approaching restaurant wars with a lot of joy in her heart and uh then she took home yeah, the win that was some so that was nice poetry yeah. right there on the other hand john was really excited mm-hmm. that he finally made it to restaurant wars and uh well he got what he wanted and it well, he, <laughs> pimento crab and not going home. That's actually, you know what? I didn't have strong feelings on either side of this, and now just picturing John walking away unscathed, in a sense, from Restaurant Wars, really puts a sour taste in my mouth. How are you guys feeling about John standing strong? I, you know, I wouldn't say it puts a sour taste in my mouth. I think I'm, I'm fine with Katsuji going home, but I do think it should have been John, like objectively, like not, not judging about the drama and the personalities, but I think. Even though Katsuji Just, made a bad decision trying to do everything and, and didn't do it well, I think John messed up. I mean, the rest the yeah. restaurant suffered he, from his expediting errors and his part in the whole drama, of course. And I think that that yeah. was the well, biggest and problem. his lack of executive executivity. Right. <laughs> right. Um, I think this is sort of. I mean, like, so one, this is Leadership. not like necessarily indicative of how they actually are in real life. This is, this is just a game, um, and for this moment. I guess it's kind of a, a judgment between like, I want to say the difference between incompetence and just being bad. Like, mm. like I think like yeah. Katsuji made like lots of choices that weren't good. And I think like, like John kind of just got like kind of bum rushed into like not making any, like he just like kind of like, like got, was in shock and like, just kind of like not really choosing and like lost the initiative entirely. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. I hear that. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of thought the judges, I made this remark right before they chose Katsuji, but I kind of thought the judges were really sick of Katsuji and just decided they wanted him out. <laughs> like, well, we sure don't like him and it's just yeah, yeah, impossible to send him home. Kinda. It's interesting because I, I, yeah, I think there was something about the way that the judges reacted to just watching them fight yeah. for so long before they sort of called it off. And I think it sounded like, when when Padma finally broke in, it sounded like that was not the first time she had tried to break yeah. in. Um, and that like there was probably a lot more squabbling that happened that they edited out. Uh, there was just something so like weary about it. They seemed di- that, they seemed disgusted yeah. to me, disgusted with the the fight yeah. and with, you know, the state of the kitchen. I think that stuck with mm-hmm. them, or at least with Tom, who um, who observed it. I, I have a theory. Um, if sure. if 
knife block if our, our if our, our savior the knife block had like deemed uh john worthy to like draw like the the like the the choosing team leader uh knife i think he would have oh. he would have gone home i think it's that like basically like katsuji messed up mm. and also like kind of had a leadership ish decision by giving up the um, well, he abdicated his yeah leadership, yeah, yeah i think so he's yeah. basically he's like like john was responsible obviously for for messing up the executive chef but like katsuji is a little bit responsible for john being executive chef i think is like kind of the way they are like yeah. showing it that's that's the that's the read i had the situation i think that's true and i think i mean and also i think katsuji as much as he he termed this this thing that he did as wanting them to like really see his work and really like you know hear his voice and what it ended up looking like was a big old weird glory grab where he <laughs> abdicated all like big like grown-up responsibility and was just like i just want to cook so good that they can't ignore me and that's not actually what you're supposed to do in that leadership position like right. being a leader ha- i mean can, can i just say a big old, a big gonna, old weird yeah. glory grab is like a really unpopular like sex term i want to say <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it does I, I feel like restaurant wars there is this underpinning of you know all of the interpersonal stuff that it takes to make a kitchen yeah. run and to make a restaurant successful yeah and you know katsuji really flopped on all of those fronts in the in the interest of making the judges like see him more which i think they see him plenty yeah so yeah. enough of being seen yeah enough yeah. of being seen he did he did well, make that good beef but- tongue i don't think we mentioned that is that what it was tongue. yeah, yeah he made That's one good yeah, thing yeah. and three really... not so good and things. one thing that we only mentioned once yes nuts yeah um well oh, nuts. we've been seeing a lot of katsuji and now we won't for a while oh yeah hopefully. so what happened last chance kitchen guys he lost oh yeah <laughs> should we do that first or do you guys do we want to oh, yeah let's do yeah, no bag all right let's hear let's hear from our our pals on the internet it's time for Mailbag. Mailbag. That's all. Mailbag. That's tight. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> okay. We're back an old fave. All right, Chris. Do you wanna do you wanna rustle? Oh yeah, we, we heard a mailbag. Yeah, we heard a lot from a lot of you on Twitter and Facebook. That's facebook.com/slash/packyourmics, and Twitter is uh, packyourmics. And uh, let's see. So Bridget actually uh, agrees with what we were just saying. So she says, honestly, I don't think that Katsuji should have gone home. John chose the role of executive chef and let his cook take three dishes feels like there was a break in Top Chef tradition here and for no reason. It's like they decided Katsuji should have been executive chef when he wasn't and judged him for that. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, John was responsible and he served a terrible dip, which <laughs> fair. Yeah. Um, she doesn't like Katsuji, but this seems like the wrong challenge to send him home for. Or maybe the lesson is that team challenges suck. Yeah. And there was some commenting back and forth. Um, and, you know, Bridget sort of came down on the side of this is Top Chef. Restaurant Wars is the clearest you know, sort of indicator of who is the best chef and the person who fails at being the executive chef should probably go home. It's, 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 I mean, I don't, I don't think there's any way to say that she's wrong and that like nothing that John did was good. And one thing that Katsuji did was good. Yeah. 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 Also. uh, Yeah. And to look at team latitude for a second, I, I, I know that the dish didn't end up being incredibly successful, but I really did appreciate that moment of editing that happened with Emily's dish when she was making the squid ink pasta with shrimp and she had wanted to add chorizo and everyone kind of said, ah, it's a starter. Let's, let's calm down. Yeah. Um, and I know that she like was unhappy with that in the moment, but I, I liked that they really adhered to sort of a team philosophy of like, let's evaluate everything that's going on our menu and see how it hangs together and make sure that nothing is, you know, stepping ahead in a weird way. Yeah. And I feel like had that same like ethos been applied to pimento crab question mark. Oh man. Yeah. We, but John was the executive really chef. Situation. So John's yeah. like, I think this is a good idea. I'm going to ask my boss. Wait, he loves yeah. it. Okay, so cool. This is kind of a who yeah. watches the watchman kind of situation. And, and John has been guilty of that kind of behavior before. I mean, if you think about the treasure, the treasure chest challenge, he was the one yes. who, you know, thought only in terms of what he wanted to do and really set everyone up, up else up with like some rough stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Joan on Twitter pointed out uh, that Shirley's devilish grin at the mention of John's crab failure was really <laughs> hilarious. And this was at judges table. Um Probably it was editing, but still, uh, it's a great contrast. Yeah. At any given time, just making sure that you see what Shirley's face is doing is probably... Yeah. Just get a Shirley cam. Yes. 
Yeah, yeah Shirley Cam, because she she does the most incredible like huge wide open shock mouth face when um, <laughs> when immunity was given up last episode. It was just beautiful. Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. So what? Yeah, yeah. And Brian uh, pointed out uh, on Twitter, uh, listener Brian, who's written in plenty of times before, says he can't decide which he hates more, John or the Last Chance Kitchen website. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> which, knowing that we all have to go to that website to watch Last Chance Kitchen. They're oof. just inventing new errors every time we visit. I yeah, feel. there was like, an Ajax like, error. Oh. New time. ways to break I, the, yeah. to- the Bravo Top Chef website. Also, like, I don't know yeah, how, well, no, but... yeah, that this happened too. We, we actually use the, uh, the Bravo TV app um, and... Uh, Oh, do they have Last Chance Kitchen? Yeah, pretty sure you can get all of your best favorite Bravo TV. All the housewives you could ever ask. So for. many housewives, guys. I don't even know. I didn't know that many people were married or <laughs> oh, had, wow. had houses even. Like it's, it's Yeah, do you have to have a cable subscription um, for that app? Probably. Probably. Okay. Well, just a note or, to listeners. If you yes, have cable or TV if or you know someone who has one and can log in. <laughs> That's what we were not and saying. And you don't live in very particular states where that's not legal. Uh, go ahead and check out the app. Everyone stay safe. Love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we um, not admit it to anything. <laughs> so Brian actually also asked a question. Um, so he says, uh, do you think that the person who went home for Restaurant Wars, Katsuji, was sent home for being too obviously strategic? Mm. Or do you think that the strategy failed the team and that was why? So was it an individual failure or a team failure? Can we have both? Can't yeah, have both. yeah. <laughs> Maybe both. Since he did three quarters of the team's dishes. Yes. This. Yeah, he didn't think of the team. He only thought of himself, and he did himself poorly. Yes, and he executed all strategies badly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it wasn't. I he didn't flop as hard as John's crab cheese did, but uh, but ultimately, I think the the radiating effects of all of his choices were too big to ignore yeah totally um we had mystery white girl write in and uh she says that uh that is her name on twitter we didn't just call her that oh yeah at <laughs> just t-u-a-i i don't know mystery white girl um she points out actually uh has anyone ever made a successful panna cotta on the show it's like doing risotto it never yeah, works that's true and that's true that's it we see a f- high failure rate because it's one of those chefy desserts where you can kind of put it in a cup and you know you don't have to bake well, um, let's see. The time when Tom called a good panna cotta the consistency of a courtesan's thigh or something like that, was that because it... Uh, do you remember that? Wait, Tom said that? Oh, no. <laughs> he definitely said that, I swear. Oh, I remember just, freaking out about that. Honestly, Tom Colicchio saying the word courtesan is just something I feel like I... I just I totally blocked it out of yeah, my mind it, forever. It wasn't the best, but I, was he talking about... <laughs> An, a panna cotta that was that way or just another one that failed to reach that standard or just like don't worry in plato's cave the ideal panna cotta is sitting in there and it is just like a courtesan's oh, thigh God. which is also in plato's cave oh my gosh yeah oh, no. i think it was probably not a successful panna cotta i yeah i'm i'm not remembering any like you know blissful perfect panna cottas from our past yeah but um, yeah. Also, we, for everyone who pronounces it panacotta, I'm really sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> panacotta. We're not going to do that. Yeah. We definitely have Guy not Fieri. set the precedent for pronouncing all Italian food words in Italian. No. Damn Skippy. Also, I just wanted to say Mystery White Girl and I have a lot of the same thoughts and feelings because she found herself kind of liking Emily. I also yeah. felt that yeah. way. And she, I think she echoed everyone's feelings of just feeling like Sheldon and Casey were in the middle of an abusive relationship. Um, she called it a train wreck and I couldn't agree more. That was mm-hmm. rough. Katsuji and John scrapping, not something that was fun to watch. Yeah. Now they can't. And now they will never scrap again. Yeah. Oof. And uh, Chris wrote in, I don't know, Tanya, do you want to? Oh yeah. We had, we had some comments from at Trojan Topher on, on Twitter uh john oh this is yeah i'm glad he had called this out because this was ridiculous he said uh, i'm not being sexist but i do like a woman in the front of house yeah Ugh. gross john gross. i don't want to be that guy but uh he just like likes you know. the feeling that it gives the restaurant no john i'm sorry you can't just start your sentence with like a fairy tale about how you're not exactly what you're being in the rest of the sentence hashtag alternative facts huh yeah, oh yeah, god. Yeah, that is an alternative fact. <laughs> Turns out. 
Um, and then he also thought it was interesting that we didn't have a raw space or like a sort of a pier, or like some sort of hangar to work in and that we were taking over. You don't have to go to Pier 1 Imports and find all your decorations yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And they did two separate nights. So they only had one space to work with. And that's how Chris is saying this is probably Top Chef cutting back on their budget. Mm, yeah. yeah. I'm fine with that. I don't, you know, I don't love seeing them yeah, be stressed out in that situation. Well, yeah, exactly. And like that somehow evaluating how good you are at setting up a restaurant has something to do with like choosing and arranging chairs in like a certain amount of time. Yeah. Like that just doesn't feel germane to me. So that's that was that was fine with me. And I actually I, I was really pumped when they announced that they would be on two different nights because I felt like the timing of service factor was a huge issue last season um, and just felt unnecessary. Do you guys have any uh, special questions? We just got extra, uh, a, a really smart expert in this field. Uh, is there any, any questions you have for Caleb? Ooh. Um, Caleb, how does restaurant layout impact your dining experience? Here, C- Caleb. Do you like family style? Caleb, do you like family eating with the family or do you like eating alone without the family? Family style? Do you like eating with the family or eating alone, Caleb? What do you think? Eating alone. Alone. Yeah, me yeah. too, buddy. I don't like sharing. Whoa. Sharing's for suckers. <laughs> Chris has strong, strong opinions. I yeah, didn't. Well, I didn't realize Tanya, I guess you're, you're you're on your own for the, from here on out. I, I'm on. My yeah, own. I'm just saying, right. like you know, not not eating with Tanya. I love eating with Tanya, but the family style thing where you're trying to divide one thing that you really, really want among oh. eight people who all get a bite, even though you're the one who really wants yeah. it. Yeah, no, that's something I'm not into either. Now that you put it yeah, that it's way, not cool, bro. yeah. Um, Caleb, I have a metaphysical question for you. What do you do if you don't want to be that guy? What do you do? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. What, John had that yeah, problem. You don't want to be that guy. What Confronting do do? assumptions is hard. Yeah. How, Caleb, if you want to, if you want to be a better person, what do you do? I don't know what to do. What What do you do that's yeah, nice? To it's people? complicated. Uh, I don't know. All right, I guess yeah. I mean, this is we're kind of we're kind of where John is. You know, you're just you're stuck, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. John is like a sleepy toddler sometimes. So <laughs> this is how I feel after every nap I I've ever know. taken. So th- <laughs> <laughs> why are you talking to me, Caleb? What's your what is the next thing that you want to eat? What do you want to eat? That's a good question. I'm I'm just eat some 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 noodles. <laughs> Some what? Some noodles. Some noodles. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had yeah. noodles for lunch. It was really good. Do you have anything with your noodles or do you just have them plain? Um, um, some chicken there. Some chicken in there? Ooh. Nice. That sounds pretty good. That- Caleb, you are top chef. What do you say? I don't know. You say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. Yeah. yeah Perfect. Emotion, really. This is he's wanted for such a long yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, indeed. <laughs> totally. Um, I've been asked to make some incisive commentary here. on. What's that? It's all right. You can you can you move just, on. Talk over oh. <laughs> just talk over. Just talk over. It's not important. Um, oh, so the other thing that Chris asked was that I comment on Padma's night to outfit her attire her specifically her ice blue plunging satiny dress it was like a spaghetti strap wrap something yeah it felt like it was gonna be a it was gonna be a disco dress and then a bunch of other stuff happened um i'm sorry i'm like super curious about what's happening we just trade headphones caleb caleb has the big big uh professional cans and now i have like a half an earbud Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, I actually, I'm not, I'm no fashion person, but I thought I, I liked her dress. I don't know. Yes. But I think I just liked the way she looked. I don't know if it was about the dress, you know. It's, it's, yeah, she's I, beautiful. Yeah. I find that like, I, yeah, I get, <laughs> sounds intense, but I do get distracted by just like how great she looks regardless of what's on yeah. her. <laughs> like, she can make anything. I just end up getting sort of like swept yeah. away. Um, which is why when there's sort of an egregious fit in a garment, I get very mad at the garment. And that's what happened with this dress was yeah, that it, it looked wasn't, like it was ill fitting. It's not. Me. Yeah. And it wasn't that it made her look bad because I'm starting to think that's impossible. Uh, but it just it mostly was just like bad. you had, you know, it's like you had a, an impeccable 
figure to dress and you just couldn't figure it out, which seems mm, impossible. Yeah, to me. I don't know why. It was the yeah. figure was impeccable. The the dress pecked, I guess. Yeah, there were yeah. some like fit there issues. Yeah. There were some fit issues with like the the bodice specifically that in the back were really visible. And it also seemed like she wasn't comfortable in it, which is also oh, yeah. you gotta a, make yeah. Yeah. that's a yeah. Plus, like the night flag. before, she was like, hey, I think there's a reservation, party of five for Lakshmi. And Brooke's like, let me see. Let me check the books. I think I saw that one. And there was this like nice little <laughs> banter. so cute. Banter. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why. Like, And I know that she's done that in previous seasons. I find that like that bit of patter like so charming. It really makes me like genuinely oh. smile every time she does it. And it's the silliest thing. But I love it. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's fine. Um, yeah. Any other mailbag stuff that we are missing? Oh, Danielle wrote in um, and she said that if there ever was a time to send two people home, this episode really made the case mm. for it. Mm. Mm. Good point. Good yep. point. Yeah. I, I, I would have been comfortable losing both John and Katsuji and just accelerating the process. Yeah. I, I wouldn't guess. have shed uh, any tears over that either. Yeah. 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 I also thought that uh, Padma's comment about uh, getting rid of immunity at this point in the competition, because I guess nobody's even right. taking advantage of it anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. Snarky aside. Since we're just throwing it away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that made me laugh. That was great. Yeah. But uh, overall, I mean, like, I mean, what a great contrasting restaurant wars as far as like good team, bad team. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really, really clear. And I don't know. I, I feel good still about a lot of the chefs that are still in the competition i do too i do too are there any has anyone risen in your estimation after this episode i think the longer silva is there the more i really like him yeah we haven't talked Uh, about that story about how his restaurant burned down was heartbreaking um but like he's just consistently like he's angel frying fish he did another uh pan cooks fish this time but i mean people are just loving what he's putting out so I was worried yeah, about that dish when I first saw it. I, I don't think the camera did it justice because they said it looked beautiful. But when I saw it, I thought, oh, that doesn't look very good. But they loved it. Yeah, I I agree, Sarah, that like the, the visual of that did not feel like a success. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, they they really they really loved it. You're and right. they, they even so said that was, yeah, it was, it was the most visually stunning, I think, of the group. Yeah, they did. They complimented his plating for sure. Um, which is yeah, it's interesting. The the times when the glamour shots for the food really work are so striking, mm-hmm. and then a lot of the time, I feel like I just, I just wish I were there. Yeah, yeah. Any other the things before we want to head over to Last Chance Kitchen and talk Let's about what transpired yeah. there? We, All right. we lost so we lost an Ezra, just FYI, but sorry. he'll be back. I know. Maybe. He's gonna <laughs> he's gonna be there. It's all right, buddy. Um. So yeah, so Last Chance Kitchen, we had uh, Katsuji enters, Jamie is is there ready to take him on, and uh, the challenge is very much about Katsuji's Achilles heel, which is always more than seems reasonable. Also, the return of our old weird sticky pal, Sorghum. Yeah. Yeah. So there were 27 or so ingredients that Katsuji had all used in that restaurant wars among his dishes, and Jamie picked five to work with and mm-hmm. they each had to cook a dish with just those five ingredients and you got you know salt and pepper and oil for free um yeah and they made so, pretty different dishes yeah so we had sorghum sweet potato onions lime lime and uh shishito mm. peppers and shishito peppers yeah uh and yeah and jamie won by a nose i guess i'm curious do we feel like he's starting to gain speed as like the one that's going to come back from last chance kitchen what do you think i think yes until he you know meets up with shirley or brooke and i think unless they're having a particularly bad night and hopefully he won't meet them but if he does i don't think he Mm -hmm. would stand a chance but i think he's been able to showcase much more of what he's capable of and he's been much more fun and exciting and inspiring to watch so i hope he i hope he goes far i think i'm not like rooting for him to win the whole thing yet maybe 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 later i will be i don't know yeah yeah i'm not he's he it's funny i i see him as being vastly more competent than his like send home time denoted but i also don't feel like i'm on his team per se which like I'm not sure. It's, Seems it's like a, the best option remaining of like 
you know, I I actually support his cooking, you know, more than maybe. No, never mind. I don't know. I'm not sure he'd beat anybody <laughs> who gets eliminated from yeah. here. Yeah, well, I, I yeah. mean, I would be fine if he beat John and Emily. Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with that, too. Uh, and after that, I think I would not be rooting for him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of it. Um, I was, yeah, I was completely comfortable with him beating Katsuji, which he did. And uh, I don't know. It's funny. There's there's not a small part of me that still wishes that Jim were somehow in the running. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just like want to see him shine. Come on, yeah. Jim. Yeah, that would be way more exciting. Yeah. That's true. He is definitely one of those people who has won Top Chef without winning Top Chef, as we talk about frequently. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah he is Smiles Times. Um, and that, I guess, that kind of wraps up our, our summary of the Big Restaurant Wars episode. Is there anything, any little bits stuck to the pan that we forgot to talk about that we want to make sure we hit we gotta for this episode? We got to deglaze before we end. We have to deglaze. We got to deglaze the episode before we put it out. No, my pan's pretty clean. I know my my pan feels pretty clean too. How about yours, Caleb? Yeah. Is your pan clean? Hmm? <laughs> Great answer. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess the only thing I'm wondering is where are they going to go for the finale? Finale, you know? Oh, they're going Mexico. to Mexico. I thought. Oh yeah, Mexico. I wonder yeah. how soon they're going to do that because they only have seven left. Is it when they have five I it was left? Four. Isn't I think four? they say well, in the, the beginning c- the final three, but maybe I made that up entirely. No, I think you might be. I was going to say it's either four or three, and I can't actually remember. Because then there's some weird. I feel like there's often an elimination quick fire once they've gotten to the location. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. So, in any case, we're getting down to very reasonable amounts of chefs on our TVs. And I am excited to see. I know uh, for people that look ahead, I know we are those people. We are dealing with a blind taste test next oh, time, right. which I'm yeah, excited about. Yeah, blind taste test quick fire. Yeah. It yeah, looks like that's not going to be pleasant cool. either, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I like it's it. always a crash course in ingredients that I feel sheepish about not knowing. So, But they're probably not sending somebody home for losing that one. I don't think so. I don't I think they it. can do that. It's yeah. not that kind of... Yeah, that's a little bit. Yeah, that seems a little harsh, especially when we know how many smokers are in the chef community. So tasting stuff without your eyes is hard. Yes, indeed. Yeah. All right. Well, that does it for this episode of Pack Your Mics. Uh, you can find us in all the places. Facebook.com slash Pack Your Mics at Pack Your Mics on Twitter. Uh, you can email us uh, podcast at readweep.com. You can go to packyourmics.com. Or just Google Pack Your Mics. Or just Google pack your mics or just yell into the sky. Pack and your mics. Pack your mics. Alexa. No, don't pack my mics. <laughs> no. Do not do not try to find us on bravotv.com because the site just barely works at all. <laughs> You'll just confuse it. And yeah, that that is that. Thank you, Ez and Sarah, for joining us. Yeah. And yeah. we miss you, Alex and Megan, and we will talk to everybody next week. Chris. What? Thank you so much for everything. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, it's time for you to pack your mics and go. But I podcast with like four different <laughs> dishes. I, I know, and that's why. Oh. <laughs> now clean up your mess okay. and get. <laughs> and we're out. Actually, that would be a much oh, better tagline instead of pack your mics and go clean up your mess and get. 